What's up? I'm Ben Hale, and this is the Easy Living Yards podcast. Creating a beautiful yard should be easy. Let's jump in and create the dream yard you deserve so you can enjoy more time doing what you love. Welcome to episode 82 of the Easy Living Yards podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how there's a fungus among us. That's right, guys. We're going to be talking about the benefits of fungus in your soil. That's right. We usually think about, when you think about fungus, you think of like toenail fungus or, you know, nasty poisonous mushrooms or something like that, right? Well, today we're going to be talking about fungi or fungi, whatever you want to say. Let's face it, guys. I'm a fun guy, right? Okay. All the lame jokes are out of the way by now, hopefully. Maybe I have a few surprises up my sleeve. You never know, right? (laughs) Okay. But the reality is the world of fungus is so diverse, so crazy that we don't even, as humans, we don't even understand and know about it. We're still discovering new stuff about this stuff. Fungus is like this weird kind of it's this weird organism that somewhere between a bacteria and a plant and and a single celled you know little amoeba kind of thing it's somewhere in there without getting too techy all right i'll try not to get super nerdy on you guys today but the reality is this super diverse group of organisms there are tons of very very beneficial fungus that are super important for the health of your plants the the happiness of your yard and the low maintenance value in your yard too. So that's the cool stuff we're going to be talking about today. We're not going to be talking about all the nasty toenail gunk and that sort of thing. And let's face it too, there are pest fungi as well. And so uh, when you're talking about your plants, some plants can be attacked by a mold or some sort of, you know, infection, a fungal infection. Usually, that you know, they say it's a fungal disease, right? Well, so we'll get into that and talk about um, how cool that stuff is. Now, before we do that, I want to share something cool with you guys. And that is, over the past few weeks to past a few months, I've been approached by multiple companies uh, that have been looking for sponsorships and looking for me to promote their products. We're talking about big companies like John Deere, Troy Built, that sort of thing. And I have turned them down, actually, even though I've mentioned their names here, right? Uh, Because I don't want to specifically endorse a product that I'm being paid for. And so this is a absolutely free podcast that I have been... uh, putting out there to help you guys transform your life through your yard, right? We want to have a low maintenance landscape that's beautiful, something we can be proud of that also benefits our life by giving us back joy and giving us back time. And that's what we're all about here at Easy Living Yards. And I don't want to murky that up, to cloud that up with uh, promotions and sponsorships or whatever, uh, paid endorsements, that sort of thing. And so I want to make it clear to you, I am trying to give you guys as an honest perspective as possible that I can give you without being clouded by some of those things. And so the way I make money here at Easy Living Yards is through my membership. And so you guys supporting me and me helping you in turn to transform your yard. So if you are a appreciative of this 
show here if you want to keep it free (laughs) and you also want to transform your yard and you're ready to take that step to make a big change in your landscape consider the easy living yards membership you can always go over to easylivingyards.com slash membership and check out how to join the membership there okay so i just wanted to let you guys know that i i I don't know if i've been 100 percent clear on that but yeah i've been approached by these giant companies you know and it is i'll be honest it's kind of tempting right it's kind of cool to be approached by some big companies and 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 they're saying, hey, we want you to support our product. We want to come on your show. We can talk about it. Uh, and and you know, we they, they basically want me to be an advertiser for them, right? And I've turned them down. And so uh, I wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, I'm kind of proud of that myself. So I just wanted to share that with you guys as well. And I'm proud that you guys are here listening to me, supporting my show as well, and helping us all make a positive change in this world. Okay, so let's jump back into our Fungus Among Us episode. All right, so today's going to just be kind of uh, really an informative episode. There's not specific um, things you can do, except for one tip I do have at the end of the show that can really help you boost the health of your plants. So stick around for that. Um, I guess I have a couple there. So yeah, okay, I I take back what I said, all right? So um, I have a couple tips for you that you can benefit the fungal life in your soil and how that can help with actually benefiting your plants, as well as reduce work in your landscape. So before that, I just want to kind of, this will kind of be like a a more fun than a, the, your typical science lecture you had in school that you'd slept through, um, but hopefully a, a bit more fun than that. Uh, introduction to, to the benefits of fungi in your soil, okay? So first off, there's multiple pronunciations, just so you guys know. I use them kind of interchangeably now that I'm a little more self-conscious about how I say it. I realize I say fungi, fungi, and pe- some people say fungi or fungi as well. Those are all acceptable pronunciations as far as I can tell from Wikipedia. So, <laughs> you know, that's an official source now these days, right? Um, but they all mean the same thing. Basically, it's this group of... All right, now here's the nerdy definition for you. Fungi are eukaryotic organisms, so they're a bit more complex than than bacteria. Is that what that means? So they have basically the same internal cellular structure as humans and and more you know advanced animals like mammals, uh, fish, reptiles, that sort of thing. So they have a similar internal cellular machinery, is what that means. And there's two groups of fungi. There's yeast and there's molds. Yeast are single-celled. Molds are multi-celled. So molds are your typical. You see mold growing on your bread, right? You see a mushroom pop up. That's the fruiting body of a mold. Um, So molds are really the ones we're going to focus on today. Um, Yeasts, there's also plenty of beneficial yeasts as well as there's plenty of yeasts that are not beneficial, right? But just like fungi, just like bacteria, um, it's the same thing. So what we're focusing on is usually the classic perspective is these things we can't see, these little organisms we can't see is that they're bad we don't want them well that's changing and that's what we're talking about today is is when it comes to fungi especially molds there's a lot of molds that are incredibly important and actually necessary for good healthy plant growth and that's what we're focusing on today so when it comes to your garden what do fungi really do well let's step back essentially good soil equals having good microbial life in your soil. Good bacteria, good fungi, uh, good yeast, good mold, um, good nematodes, little tiny worms that you can't really see, all sorts of things, all right? 
And good microbes equals good soil. Basically, it's synonymous. When you have good soil, you have a good life basis for all sorts of levels of life. And all those different levels of life support healthy plants and a healthy ecosystem in your yard. And that's really important because it prevents you from having to put all these chemical inputs, which actually kill the soil life. So it's kind of a reverse cycle. Um, You know, killing your soil life equals requiring chemicals equals killing your soil life. And so it's the reverse process. And so building a good, healthy soil allows you to have good, healthy beautiful low maintenance plants that are disease free pest free and trouble free and it's it's crazy we'll talk about some of the cool things that fungi can do in just a moment so if you think about this when you think about a healthy forest a healthy forest soil has very high fungal content when you pick up that i don't know if you guys have ever done this but I'm I'm kind of a, a nature lover and stuff, right? In, a, in addition to being a nerd, right? And so I've, <laughs> I encourage you, if you've never done this, without damaging the forest too much, so maybe close to the trail in a spot that doesn't look like it's got a lot of erosion, where there's a, a nice big pile of leaves, push away those leaves a little bit and, and take a scoop of that soil underneath. It'll probably be hard to pick up because it's all interconnected with a bunch of what seems like little tiny roots, and those are a ton of roots, but also in there is tons and tons of networks of fungal uh, hyphae or fibers. And so basically you're pulling that soil apart, then take a smell of it. That beautiful, wonderful, earthy smell that people describe when they're, you know, like the sommelier with their wines, it's got a wonderful, wonderful earthy aroma, right? So that... That's what they're talking about, right? You're, you're smelling the real thing. The sommelier would be overwhelmed with joy at the wonderful smell of a good, healthy forest floor, in my opinion, right? So it smells awesome, and it smells healthy. When, if, In contrast, you think about that nasty, like, putrid area where there's been a bunch of water sitting for a while, and you get that, like, funky, nasty smell from it. That's soil that's lacking in fungal life lacking in soil health and generally speaking it's a bunch of anaerobic bacteria belching off these nasty fumes that's creating a kind of a funky space that's what that is so that's the opposite right so good healthy forest soil is good healthy fungal life in that soil okay so what we're trying to do is we're trying to be inspired by that forest we're trying to replicate some of that in our yard which is actually very easy to do Okay, so let's talk about the benefits of fungi. How is this stuff actually beneficial for us? Well, first, what fungi do, think about it from the very conventional perspective. You have a loaf of bread in your pantry that's been sitting there a while. What happens, right? Well, somehow, magically, don't know where, but somehow it got moldy, right? It gets a little spot of mold on it. You're like, how the heck did that get in there? Because I didn't even touch that part of the bread, and somehow... Basically, what happened is there's all it takes is a tiny little spore, one little spore. It's this little tiny microscopic piece. It's basically like a seed, right? It's a little preserved cell. And that all that the spore needs is the right conditions, and it waits and waits. There's spores that have been unearthed, like with the Dead Sea Scrolls. They they research the spores on them to see how how um, long they've been there. I, I, I think that's correct. But I, I do remember at least that the Dead Sea Scrolls had spores on them that they discovered from thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. 
and they were still viable spores. That's crazy, guys. So fungus can preserve itself and wait for the right moment. So that right moment in your pantry is when that bread is starting to get a little funky, but it still has a little bit of moisture in there. That spore is like, oh, time to grow. And it pops up and you get that bread mold, right? And then that fuzzy stuff you see is when it's starting to dry out and it's saying, oh, it's time for me to create new spores before I run out of food, run out of moisture. So that's what happens is that little fuzzy stuff is actually tons and tons of little tiny spores replicating to do the same thing again. All right. And so what I'm kind of highlighting here is that fungus waits for the right moment of having the right material that it can eat up. All right. And so that's what it's doing with the bread. And it does it for a very short time before it runs out of moisture. And so fungus does need some moisture to grow, generally speaking. And what it does is it breaks down organic matter. So you have a tree that falls in the forest. Yeah, there's tons of insects and bugs in there and all sorts of millipedes and centipedes, right, chewing on that stuff, right? You also have tons and tons of fungus that inoculates that wood and starts to break it down. And so fungus is really good at breaking down organic matter and making it bioavailable again as a nutrient source for new life. So the fungus uses it itself, and then as the fungus either dies or the fungus secretes either waste or or other chemicals to help support life, um, other plants and other insects and, and so on and so forth can utilize those nutrients as well. So basically it recycles nutrients. So as it's recycling those nutrients, it makes them available to other forms of life, including the plants in your landscape. So as the fungus is digesting stuff, it secretes things, it it secretes waste, uh, secretes uh, nutrients that it doesn't use, or the hyphae die back when they, you know, they use up the resources or don't have enough water. Those dead hyphae then also become available for use by other um, creatures as well. But a lot of those chemicals that are secreted, those nutrients, are able to be taken up by plants. And fungus can make certain nutrients available to other life forms and they couldn't do it without the fungus so that's the cool part at least to me right okay so the next piece which we kind of already touched on is they hold soil together so fungus creates this like massive web of this root network that basically just creeps around it's cool watching like you can see like slow motion videos again i'm i'm showing my clear nerditude right now because like yes i've watched videos of fungus growing it's super cool guys basically you can watch this stuff it looks like it's crawling across the space as it's growing and it's trapping nutrients and soaking up stuff getting moisture and so you can get tons and tons of these hyphae growing across the space and basically you have all these different types of fungi interconnected growing in between each other and around each other and so you have this giant root network that holds the soil together so it actually traps the soil in place and prevents it from getting lost and that is super important for the integrity of your landscape the integrity of a forest as well and so that's the cool thing with good healthy soil is is fungus has so many benefits Okay, so the next piece, because it holds the soil together, it's also preventing erosion and nutrient loss. So it's holding all that 
that soil together as the water uh, you know runs across it it holds it in place likewise it prevents nutrient loss that uh, by by you know trapping up nutrients or making them where they're kind of held in place with good healthy soil um, so they can be more available to other organisms like our plants okay uh, so the next piece is they also retain moisture when it rains basically the the fungus grows so fast and it soaks up the water like a sponge and then it slowly dies back as the water becomes less available and and things start to dry out and so that moisture it basically buffers it where that, that moisture is available for longer in the soil through the fungus to plants and the the creatures around it to support good healthy life even in drought conditions it's crazy the last thing is they feed plants Fungus feeds plants. It's super cool. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, but basically there's fungus that grow connected with plants. They have a symbiotic relationship. But also indirectly, I talked about all those nutrients it makes available. So in that process, fungus feeds plants and and, and makes a lot of things uh, available to plants that wouldn't otherwise be, be available. There's certain fungi that can dissolve hard mineral rock and so it makes that hard mineral rock makes those trace minerals available to plants that the plants couldn't do themselves super crazy stuff right super cool stuff so let's talk more about this like plant and fungus relationship that i talked a little bit about so there's this super cool group of fungi called mycorrhizal fungi there's not going to be a spelling bee after this lesson, but but just kind of try and remember it a little bit. All right. So mycorrhizal fungi basically form these relationships with plant roots, and those relationships are called mycorrhizae. And so basically, what a mycorrhiza is is there's a plant root, a tiny tiny hair root. All right. So this these plant roots are like microscopic level, uh, big. Okay, uh, or small, I guess. Right. So. So when you have this microscopic root hair coming off of a plant, there's a, there are certain groups of fungus that grow into the cells of those root hairs, okay? So they actually, like, connect with the plant and grow into the cells, and the plants let this, let this happen, right? They actually want it to happen. So they, they allow the mycorrhizae plant or the mycorrhizal fungi to grow into the plant cell, okay? So they're actually, like, connected. You can't separate them, okay? Super crazy stuff. And then the rest of this mycorrhizal fungi organism will then spread out across the, the, the soil, okay? So what you're doing here is you're expanding the root network of these plants by hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of times of what the plant could do itself. And again, it makes different nutrients available to the plant that it couldn't otherwise have. So these relationships have been discovered in almost every type of plant that we know of. It's crazy. This is a recent, you know, the past couple decades is that this relationship has been discovered and how important and how pervasive it actually is with all plants. And so most plants have this relationship where they have certain species of fungi that live symbiotically with these plants. And so what happens, it's super cool. Basically, the plant secretes certain chemicals 
like usually uh, like a, a carbohydrate, like a sugar, right? So it secretes like sugars and, and different things that, that because it's such a big structured organism, you know, a big plant, right? And it can take energy from the sun, do its deal with photosynthesis that we learned about in school. So it takes all that energy it makes and it pumps it down to the roots. Some of it, you know, it saves, you know, it uses a lot to grow, right? But it also takes some of that, pumps it down to the roots and spits it out through these tiny little root hairs. And it says, basically, it's a message saying, hey, fungus, come over here and grow with me, right? And so if there's any mycorrhizal fungi close by, they'll form that association because they know that there's a plant that can feed them the sugars that they don't readily have. So they get sugar. They also get water when during times of drought, they get water back from the plant. And then during times of, of wetness, not drought, rain, whatever we call it, soil moisture, right? When the soil is moist, they do the opposite thing where the, the fungus soaks up all the water and then lends it back to the plant over a longer time period. So it's this give and take between the two. So the plant gives them sugars, water, um, other nutrients that you can't readily have. And then the fungus does that cool stuff where it's like dissolving minerals and it's reaching, you know, thousands of times more of, of soil surface than the plant can do itself. And so it basically expands the root network of the, these plants, makes them way hardier, makes them way more disease resistant, makes them way happier. So that's the cool thing is we want that in our landscape, right? We want the cool, happy plant as opposed to the one that doesn't have the fungus, uh, the good fungus, and, and gets the bad fungus instead, right? That's the unhappy plant. So again, mycorrhizal fungi expand the root network of plants. They exchange nutrients with the plants as well, and they grow into the plant roots themselves to do this. It's super cool stuff. All right, so... Let's learn, now that you've learned some nerdy stuff, right? You're a nerd like me now, especially when it comes to fungi, and you want to have good, healthy fungal soil in your landscape, right? Good, healthy stuff. This fungus is not going to cause you a bunch of allergies and stuff. This is stuff that sits in the soil and grows and makes the soil happy, makes your plants happy, uh, and that sort of thing. So you want to make that fungus happy to do all that stuff. Okay, so how do you do that? Well, it's easy. You build good soil, right? Okay, well, well, Ben, how do you build good soil? Okay, well, we've talked about this in the past uh, in episode 11. So go back to episode 11. I have a link in the show notes over at easylivingyards.com slash episode 82. Soil and why it matters. I go into more detail there. Super nerdy episode as well. Super good episode is what I mean there, actually. Um, so go check it out. Learn why why soil is so important for you. On top of that, essentially, in a nutshell, what we're talking about with building good soil, I still want you to listen to that episode, by the way, um, is that you're essentially making a good home for the microbes. So this is things like increasing organic matter, um, you know, blanketing your soil, keeping it protected, preventing erosion, making sure it's covered well with a lot of plant roots, um, things like that, making sure it has good fungal health. All right. We'll talk more about that. But those are the basics of building good soil. So how do we do that? There's super short answers here. All right. So having good fungi, put down compost. All right. Compost is full of life. All right. It's full of bacteria, full of fungus, uh, full of healthy soil organisms. If it's good, well-produced compost and how you can tell that if you pick up a handful of it and it smells like a forest, smells like a sommelier would like it, then it's good compost. All right. 
If you pick it up and it smells funky, like that putrid, rotten puddle, don't get that compost. Don't use it, all right? That's not good stuff. So that's how you tell. It's super simple. You just smell it, all right? You don't have to, like, get your nose super in there and get it, like, up in your nose. That's that's gross. Just all you need to do is take a whiff, all right? So... So get some compost, spread it over your your garden beds. You know, if you're talking about your lawn here and you want good, healthy lawn, compost is a wonderful amendment for your lawn too, all right? So we're not just limited to garden beds here. Okay, so compost, awesome way to boost organic matter, uh, boost nutrient load in your soil, and boost the life in your soil, okay? So enough said there. I've talked in whole episodes about that too. I'll go over to episode 14 compost and why it's awesome it is an awesome episode guys you gotta listen to it it's super important again you can check out the link at easylivingyards.com slash episode 82 or you can go directly to easylivingyards.com slash episode 14 all right so so we talked about okay adding compost then you want to add mulch okay mulch is is super helpful because it breaks down over time so it builds up your soil and it also prevents all those weeds and everything like that. But when it comes to benefiting mold and and fungi, which was what we're talking about today, mulch basically is a long-term nutrient source for mold. And, and, and it really helps, as it breaks down, it really helps feed your soil. And it really helps support your fungal life on multiple um, fronts. So it, it's a good nutrient source. It also blankets the soil so it prevents erosion. Um, and it helps those, those fungus not have to fight against erosion. And it also kind of keeps the moisture in place. So even when it's a baking hot day, if you have a good couple inches of mulch there underneath that mulch you got a nice it's it's warm but it's nice and moist okay so you prevent moisture loss okay so mulch is super helpful all right so the next thing is mycorrhizal fungi you can actually buy this stuff all right so i'm gonna have a link in the show notes of a decent um, mycorrhizal fungi that i've used before um, and so that way you can check it out um mycorrhizal fungi is basically what you do is as you're planting your plants you can sprinkle, a little, it's a powder, so you can sprinkle a little bit of this stuff on the roots of your plants. It has to be directly touching the roots, because remember, if it's not touching the roots, it's not going to do the whole root friend thing, right, with the plant. So you sprinkle it on your plants as you're planting them, and and then you put them in the ground, and then it, it starts to build this relationship. And so that's a good way to jumpstart the um the symbiotic relationship with your plants okay so check out that link check out the links i talked about you can go over to easylivingyards.com slash episode 82 if you're ever on your mobile and you want a shortcut you can always type in e-l-y dot how and go to the same link so e-l-y dot how slash episode 82 also gets you there now again today's links i have a a link to a wonderful product, a mycorrhizal fungi product that I've used. This is, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, I am not paid to endorse this product. I'm just simply stating I've used this product and I like it. So again, guys, I keep this show free without endorsements so I can keep it as unbiased as possible and as honest as possible to help you guys make a positive change in your landscape. Okay, so also check out Soil and Why It Matters episode 11 uh episode 14 is compost and why it's awesome so soil matters soil is also awesome but i i used it you know i can only use awesome so many times in so many episodes um 
<laughs> All right, guys, if you're ready to transform your landscape, make sure you check out the Easy Living Yards membership. I'm there in the membership to help you guys step by step through the process. Uh, I have a whole course uh, set up there. I'm building the courses still. So basically what I have in the meantime is it's a full step-by-step outline of the entire process that walks you through the whole process. And so this is an opportunity too. Uh, right now, the membership is is on the small side. It's continuing to grow. But as the membership is small, you get more one-on-one uh, help than you will ever get in the Easy Living Yards membership in the future because I will be there helping out my members uh, as much as I can. And when there's fewer of you guys, I get to help you out more. All right, so that's a cool, awesome uh, trade-off there. All right, so if you're ready to transform your life, this is a wonderful time to do so. So create the dream yard you deserve in the Easy Living Yards membership. Go over to easylivingyards.com slash membership. Or if you're on your mobile, of course, ely.how slash membership gets you to the same place and you don't have to type as much. All right, guys, as always, you can ask a question. Go over to easylivingyards.com slash pod. That's easylivingyards.com slash pod. And right at the top of the page, there's a button to ask me a question. Um, guys, that's it. All right. Make sure you have a great day. Um, make sure you go out there and be a fun guy as well. And thanks for tuning in. Make sure you live with passion and make tomorrow better than today.